What is going on everyone and welcome to Zed Talks where we have brief talks leading to big breakthroughs. My name is Zora, a college student who's walked into a very chaotic phase of her life full of uncertainty, a bit of anxiety, but ultimately good times as undergrad comes to a close. If you're listening to me right now, that means you're here for the ride as well. So grab your headphones, grab a snack, something to drink. Like always, I have icy orange and enjoy. Welcome to Zed Talks, everybody. Welcome back. So glad to have you all. This episode, as you see from the title, we are talking about social media. Um, just some trigger warnings before we get started. We are going to be talking about death and violence in this episode. So I'm going to give you five seconds to, you know, make your exit. Okay, you have been warned. Um, so yeah, I said we're going to talk about social media, but more specifically the toxicity that comes with social media and the way society has digressed alongside the growth of social media. It kind of seems like an inverse relationship. Um which some people might say that's good. Some people might say that's bad, depending on who you ask. And this might seem hypocritical because social media plays a huge role in the success of the podcast, but I'm strictly speaking from a personal opinion, um, not a person who makes content. I guess that does make me a content creator. Oh, well. <laughs> um, But also wanted to just give a heads up. I might sound like a middle-aged woman talking about this. Um, but it is something that I thought was very weird and scary. Um, and talking to my mom about it, just, you know, it just made me realize a lot of different things. Um, and one of the things that really brought this to my attention was everyone's transition from Twitter to threads. And I think this might be for a a plethora of reasons, but ultimately, um, I think it might've just been that, uh, What's his name? Elon Musk was starting to charge for, for tweets, I guess. Um, but the transition from from Twitter to threads was immediate. And like some people, I saw some people who were like, I don't even know what this app is going to be for, but I'm going to use it anyway. And I was like, if you don't know why you're using it, why are you using it? It just didn't make sense to me. Um, so that was one thing that gave me like a red flag in my head, but also something that added on to that was the beef with Elon Musk and, um, what's his name? I robot guy. Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg. It just, like the hype that is going around with it, it just made me realize that we are a little too invested in celebrities and social media and these people have no bit of interest in us, truthfully. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Real excited to talk about this one. I'm not going to spend too long. Actually, I am going to spend too long on this one because this was, I, I've i thought a lot about it, um, especially last night, but I'll talk about that later. So I first want to start off with one thing that I have noticed being on Instagram, Twitter, no longer on Twitter anymore, but ultimately Instagram. We are way too comfortable in these apps way 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 too comfortable y'all it seems as though privacy is no longer a thing um and because of the content or the graphics that i've seen on instagram specifically i guess twitter too when i was on it is that um i have started to become desensitized to death and violence because i've just been exposed to it in my life but also on the internet for so long and so many times on Instagram one time, I saw this girl and I had to block her from it because I was like, that's just weird. She posted an open cask an open casket picture. And it's not the first time I've seen that. Like 
I've seen some like get, they're at a funeral and they're, you know, they're mourning, I suppose, if that's what you want to call it. And they post a picture of the dead person's body. And I'm just like, I'm sorry for your loss, but with all due respect, we don't need to see that. That is an intimate ceremony and that is not one that everyone needs to be a part of. Could have kept that one in the drafts. Um, so that's one that was really, like I said, I had to block homegirl from that. And she was probably real cool people's too, but I had to block her from that. And I was talking to somebody on like social media about it. And she was like, yeah, it's so weird. I just don't understand why people feel the need to, for such an intimate ceremony, why people need, feel the need to broadcast that to a whole bunch of people that they don't know. Like they don't personally know. Um, another one that is like really added on to the desensitization is that the word of violence to me is that people post very graphic videos of people being shot i've seen like people like the inside of people's bodies like because they've been shot like the, the just the aftermath of them being shot um and i think that's just added on to that but i do think that there's pros and cons to this because some violence that if it wasn't broadcasted, we wouldn't have gotten the end result that we did. Um, speaking of George Floyd in this situation. So I do, you know, I see the the pros and cons to it, but I do think that it's having severe um, neurological implications on people, people myself, that that's something that we need to be considered of and look, and look into. One of the things that I really appreciate on Twitter, I think Instagram has it too. It's like, they'll give you a bit of a, like a, a trauma warning or a, you know, hey, this this um this content might be a little too graphic, so proceed with caution, which I always appreciate because as soon as I see that, I'm I immediately exit out of it. Um, but that's just something that I've always noticed, and I was just like, dang man, like when I see like I hear about people dying now, I'm just like, oh, that's unfortunate. You know, it's like I don't get that that um that empathy or that sympathy that people are looking for anymore. It just doesn't come out, at least not the way it used to. And then uh, not last, um, but exposing people. I don't know why this ever became a thing or why people thought it was okay to expose people. Um, maybe you wanted to like get back or somebody, but I just think that's just so, you're like bottom of the barrel if you do that. I, I, I do not even apologize for saying that. Someone who goes out of their way, someone trusted you with seeing them in a very vulnerable position and you felt as though to take advantage of that vulnerability and post it online for other people to see. That just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe some ifs is like, no, I wouldn't even say if the person's cheating. I don't wish anyone to be exposed, like their bodies to be exposed, them participating in an activity. I don't wish for any of that to be exposed. It's just, it's just wrong. And I wish that everyone had the same morals when it came to these things, but they don't. But, you know, I'm just going to talk about it. And if you are somebody who does that, one, you need to go and apologize to the person who did it. Um because you were wrong but it's something that I wanted to talk about and it seems as though even on top of that tying back into the whole privacy isn't a thing anymore we just post so much about ourselves that it seems as though there's nothing that we don't know about each other on the internet at this point like I just was looking at my Instagram profile and I realized that I had the county that I lived in the school that I lived in yeah I was like so if somebody wanted to find me on the internet they could and I think it's also just when we see these people who hack our Instagrams or hack our social media pages or impersonate us, like, I don't want to say we're begging for it because we aren't, but it doesn't come as a surprise to me when I see the people who do get, like, hacked or, you know, somebody impersonates them. Um, 
in most cases because they just have so much of their life and their privacy exposed on the internet. And all another thing is like there's some things that we post that we don't necessarily need to post. Like let's say another example that I've seen, your mom or dad doesn't have an Instagram, right? Why are you wishing them a happy birthday or why are you wishing them a happy Mother's or Father's Day when they don't have an Instagram? I'm guilty of this. I, I think it was two two Father's Day ago. My dad does have social media, but we don't follow each other. And I was like, happy Father's Day, Dad. And I was like, looking at it now, I was like, why did I post that? He didn't see it. It's just like, it, it, it's just very weird. I don't know why we do it, but we do. And it, it's just weird. Like I was talking about earlier, why do we want to know? Why do you want everyone to know that your relative died? I feel like this desire of ours for approval and acknowledgement is a bit concerning. Like this need to to have people come to you and say, oh, I'm sorry for your death or I'm sorry for the loss in your family. Oh, tell this person happy birthday. It was um one of my friend's mom's birthday a couple of weeks ago. And... Um, her brother posted about it. He was like, happy birthday, mom. And I'm pretty sure they follow each other. But it was just weird to me. It just reminded me of like, you have the important people's contact information that you need to have. So I slid up on, um, I commented on his post and I was like, tell her I say happy birthday. And I was like, wait a minute. I have her number. Why am I like, you know, it's like, why am I going through you to get to her when I already have her contact information? I say that to say that everybody who's who needs to get in touch with you has the information to get in touch with you. If they don't, then they aren't as important. Um, it's like this quote that Tom Holland said. I think I forgot who he quoted, but he was like, some people, if you can't get in touch with me, then you don't have any room in your life to have a problem with me. Something along those lines. And I just thought it was just, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, because all these people who like claim that they that they're close or whatever and that they're bros and you know that's fam but you have no way of getting in touch with them outside of social media that's weird that's weird um but like i say yeah this desire of ours for approval and acknowledgement is very weird honestly if you're in that case where you're at a funeral and you're posting about the dead whatever person who just passed away that's that's a, that's a you thing because you should be off the internet and being with your family and celebrating that person's life and your time together. You posting on the internet shows that your your head is in the wrong space right now. It's in the wrong space. All this talked, all this really just reminds me of um, I took a class this past semester, basically like social media and networking, and it the class reminded me of the Black Mirror social media episode. Um, it's called Nosedive. I think it's season three, but Black Mirror season three in the episode is Nosedive. If you haven't watched it, check it out. It's super scary. But even talking about this, when I was writing this episode out, I was like, oh my gosh, this feels like a Black Mirror social media episode. It feels exactly like this. Um, and then I know something else that spoke real volumes. And if you check out, um, like I said, I'm separating this from my, I'm separating Z Talks. That's, that's, that's. I don't want to say this business, but that's necessary for social media. But I'm going to post um, a TikTok very soon on, you know, account, um, a Zed Talks account. And it's going to like, if you see it in there, you see me floating up this neon green sticky note and I'm putting it on my computer. And I was just thinking about it as I was, like I said, writing this episode out. Zuckerberg, there's a picture of Mark Zuckerberg and he has something over his camera on his computer. And when I saw that, that spoke volumes. And immediately when I saw that, I initially went and put something over my camera. 
and I was as I was thinking about this again, I was looking at my camera and I'm just like, I know my FBI agent is looking at me right now. I know, I know they are. So I covered that back up. I don't know how good that's gonna be, but they're not gonna see me, or maybe they're gonna see me through a green paper, but they're not gonna get the full clear version. Um Ooh, my phone, I'm sorry. So yeah, that is something that is, you know, I've been thinking about. And when we see, I don't know if specifically like the Simpsons videos when we talk about oh my gosh, the Simpsons are predicting the future. I just think humans are so predictable that a lot of these futures or these these guesses that we make are just like so, so predictable. Like we just, hey, this is the track that we're going on. This is ultimately what's going to happen. And I think that's what we're also seeing with um, social media as well. So that is one thing I wanted to talk about is just like the lack of privacy that's come with the apps. And then this idea of Instagram worthy pics. I have a follower or I have, I follow somebody. I have a follower sounds so wrong, but I follow somebody. Um, and they said, make Instagram casual again. And I, I wanted to just repost it or retweet it, but I couldn't because it was a comment on his, on his post. But this idea that you can only post yourself when you look the best on your story is sick. And truly, I think this is something in the black community because every person that I follow who isn't black literally posts whatever they want. And it's, it's never the, the flashiest pictures. It's literally just them living life and having a great time. And I so respect and appreciate that again. Um, I made a post, an Instagram post. I think, what was the last one? I think it was my most recent one. And I was looking at it and I was just like, I'm over here. I want to post like what I've been doing this summer. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared because, you know, it's not me looking like fancy or dressed up or anything. And I was just like, Zora, it's not that deep. You're never dressed up that often. It's like once every two years, maybe. Maybe once every year. I give myself once a year. If you want to post what you want to post, post it. And I love the feature of like, you know, you hide the likes because it just, it isn't about that. I truly don't even think that feature should, should exist, but it isn't about the numbers. Your, your Instagram should be a reflection of your personality. If you want to post something, post it and let that be the end of it and stop looking for other people's gratification. Like I said, I'm probably going to sound like a, I, a 30-year-old woman talking about this. Um, but as I'm getting older and as I, as my friends and my families are starting to have kids, and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going into an auntie role with these things. Um, I definitely understand my parents' hesitation with giving my sister an iPhone. Um, my cousin is, how old is she? She's four. She's about to turn five. Yeah, she's four. And she's able to FaceTime me. And she's been able to do this since she was like two or three. No, since she was two. Being able to take the iPad and FaceTime me. That was terrifying. And I know like I was so desperate for a phone. And I got a phone when I was going out of the country. Totally understand that. But the deal with my parents was that I was supposed to give the phone back as soon as I got back in the country. But of course, you know, a week away with the phone that I've never had before, service anytime I want, I became addicted within a week. And that just became how I got a phone in sixth grade. Um, my parents would have loved to keep me long without a phone if, if they could. But just thinking about the physical effects that it's had on me since then, prior to having a phone, my eyesight was perfect. I was 20-20. And now, and this probably has something to do with, you know, our use of technology in school and things like that. But ultimately, I think it's my phone. Um, my eyes are straight up horrible. Like I'm, I'm nearsighted, 
But, you know, things that are far away, I have to remember the, the, the eye exam that I took and my eye doctor, opt- I'm not even going to say the, what, they, what her name is, um, but she looked at my mom like, you really thought she didn't need glasses? And that's how bad my eyes were. And this is somebody who used to wear personality glasses from Claire's as like a joke. And now I need glasses and I'm in denial about that because I never wear them. Um, but me and my family, my mom is someone who is so detached from her phone. And we always get mad at her because we can never get in touch with her like on her, like, like if we need to call her. And I think after last night, I understand why she's so attached from her phone. So last night, our power went out, um, and it it was out for like, it didn't come back till like seven this morning. And I was reading a book on my iPad, and I was started to panic because my both my phone and my iPad were at like 30%. So I was panicking about what I was going to do when my iPad and my, and my phone died. And that just made me realize how addicted I was, I am, to both of them. Because it wasn't anything in me that was like, okay, Zora, if your phone dies, your phone dies. But I just think I was really, I realized how much I use my phone and my iPad for things. And usually I'm someone who reads handheld books, but I have this trial and I'm not going to get too much into that. But there's a reason why I'm reading on my iPad right now. Um, But my phone, like, I really can't wake up without my phone. It's my alarm clock. It's my everything. It's like everything I have in my phone is in my phone. And that this situation just really showed me how essentially this, this little device is my whole life. Like this is how I get in touch with people. This is where my calendar is and everything. So it really just showed me that I need to um, unplug a little bit and step back, maybe rethink how I organize my life. Maybe it's time to get in planner and hold myself accountable and use my memories to get used. Like, Hey, remember you have this at this time without needing reminders from it. So that is essentially my, my shebang with social media, um, it feels like a simulation because sometimes I really think to myself, this can't be real. And how did it get so bad? Our addiction with social media and our addiction with our phones. Little things like I, my parent, I remember, no, we had it in second grade. I think we had, I had a typing class and it was where our teacher told us to type properly, which was cool. You know, even my parents had that type of thing. But I think with our our increase in um, use of with technology, there are certain things that we've seen, certain qualities or skills that we've seen decrease. One of them being handwriting. Some of these people's handwriting is absolutely horrible. It's like bad, bad, bad. And it's like that because we don't we don't write anymore. We don't need to write anymore. Like the lack of people who know cursive. Like my mom literally was not going to let me not know cursive. She was like, "All right, sit down, trace out the letters." Um, and this isn't to say that I think we should stop using social media. I think it's a great way to connect and reconnect with people. Like I posted my TikTok video on um, basically when I crossed and I got in touch with a, a cousin that I hadn't seen in like six years. So I definitely think there are some pros to social media. I just think that we need some boundaries with it. Um, definitely we need some boundaries and limits with it. Just go outside. I, I'm planning a, a camping trip soon. Like yesterday I was literally just laying out on my bed and I was like, I need to unplug. And anytime I go on a camping trip or I go on a hiking trip, the rule is that we always have to unplug. Um, but I realized I need that because nature just reminds me of what's important. And truth be told, other people's approval is not one of them. So hopefully that happens soon. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I don't know where I'm going to camp out yet, but 
I just wanted to talk about this because, like I said, it was something that I realized about myself, but also about society and my generation that I wanted to talk about. So I'm not going to hold you up for too long, too much longer. As always, thanks for tuning in, and I will see you all in the next episode.